Welcome to Wings on Wings. Oh, this is Michelle. <laughs> this is DJ. Doug. Welcome to Wings on Wings. You're going to die. This is Brett. You're going to die. <laughs> this is Tatum, and I'm scared. Uh, we just watched season seven, episode 12. BS, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> from January 9th of 1996. Uh, a man shows up. And claims to be Joe and Brian's grandfather. And what's our hot sauce? I don't have the bottle. Oh, oh, oh it is. This is Easton Salsa Company's Golden Ghost Hot Sauce. The cool. artwork is very cute, but I can smell it from mm-hmm. like 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. I am terrified. Yeah, this sauce only has three ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Distilled vinegar, ghost peppers. And kosher salt. May contain xanthan gum. Maybe. It, it doesn't look like it does. Like, uh, this literally, is hot. the little amount I put on mine, that's it. <laughs> I don't need more of this. Yeah, I am dipping in, as I usually do, with killers. And um, I'm going to be yep. sad. Mm-hmm. Eating the wings. Eating the Ooh. wings. Eating the sauce. Eating the sauce. Eating the wings. Okay, so this episode was a little bizarre. Um, uh, not bizarre. Bizarre. But uh, how bizarre? <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Making me crazy. <laughs> You're making me crazy. Every time, time I, I look, look around. around. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. We just lost all of our listeners. <laughs> or gained oh. all the listeners. Oh, no, we lost four listeners. Shit. <laughs> hey, we have more than four. <laughs> Dwicky, that was for you, baby. Maybe we gained the guy who sings that song from... Um, OMG? OMG. <laughs> or was that OMG? Was that what it's called? Uh, OMC. OMC, right. Your biggest fan forced her way onto the podcast. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I wouldn't say forced. I think we welcomed you with arms wide open. I would, yeah. say, I would say forced. Um, Don't, do, not, do not. Do not. That was totally. Welcome to this place. <laughs> yeah, I was totally baiting Brett into singing that. Can't snap, won't snap, motherfucker. Okay, so the cold open of this is uh, Faye and Antonio sitting down at a table, and they. Uh, Antonio was like, oh, can you believe this? I just got a chain letter. And Faye is like, oh, me too. So immediately you know that one of them falls for the chain letter and is like taking the bait and sending out the 20 letters. And the other one is going to completely just be like, uh, no, fuck this. This is dumb. Mm -hmm. I totally thought it was going to be Faye that was going to be like... Antonio, this is ridiculous. Like, how could you believe this? And Antonio be the one like, oh, my God, I have to send these out. Yeah, but it was I, I opposite. Yep. I was shocked. Well, generally, like, he- he's been, <coughs> I know, Antonio has been really, like, uh, superstitious. So it is yes. surprising. Yes. This is really hot. Yep, sure is. But Antonio is also the sad sack that gets kicked around all the time on the show. Right, and it just wouldn't have been as funny if the bad things are happening to Faye. Yeah, because we like Faye. As, you know, we're used to bad things happening to Antonio. Mm-hmm. Poor Antonio. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Faye is writing out her 20 letters to send out this chain letter, and Antonio's like, this is ridiculous. And then Roy comes in, and he's like, oh, I see you got my letter. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is hot. 
This is really hot. Um, so the chain letter says that bad things will happen if you don't return it, obviously, but it also says you'll get good luck if you do return it. Yeah. And that's the B plot. Right, and we see Roy later with the hot date. Yeah. They call sugar lips. Yep. Faye wins 50 bucks. And Antonio gets chased by wild dogs and covered in, in ooze. Yeah, and he uh, breaks his sniffer because he was avoiding a squirrel in his taxi cab and he fucked his nose Which up. wasn't supposed but to be that, back for a month. Right, because the first thing that had happened to him was a guy walked in, asked for a payphone because he just plowed into somebody's cab. Yeah. And then they, the shop said that it was going to take a month to fix because they had somehow ended up with it in the ocean. Yeah. And they're like, he's like, what do you mean? Of course I want you to get the smell out. Yeah. Oh, Antonio, you poor thing. Poor, poor guy. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. <clears throat> Saving myself for the part I really want to talk about in this episode. Yeah, that's fine. So, um, okay, so back to the A plot. Um... Helen, a gentleman comes up to the counter, to the lunch counter. A gentleman sits down. He says, do you happen to have a phone book? Um, I don't even know if they're still on the island. I'm looking for my grandchildren who I haven't seen in 30 years. And Helen's like, oh, what's their name? He said, Joey and Brian Hackett. Of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. And so she is so excited and she runs into the office to tell Joey and Brian where, wait, this was actually funny though. Yep, yep. This moment was funny when they are sitting there talking and Brian is like, Mrs. Whatever in Mr. the, Green. Mrs. Green yeah. in the library with a rope. Yeah. And then Joe is, is like, okay, let me think. What is my wildest sex story? <laughs> I lost it. I thought that was yeah, so that was funny. Good, it was a very good joke, yeah. yes. In case you guys can't tell, I am talking and not eating as much right now yep. because I feel like I have it. I'm going to let these guys get through this so that then they can talk mm-hmm. later and I will not be able to speak. I still have a wing left. It's so hot. But I, I want to take the moment to talk about the man who pretends to be... The grandfather. Well, that's a spoiler. Oh, spoiler. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> blew it up. The Joe Joe and Brian's grandfather, played by actor Pat Hingle. We're going to talk about Pat Hingle. You would recognize Pat Hingle if you saw him. You would recognize his voice. Uh, most famously, probably to, to people our age, he was Commissioner Gordon in the Tim Burton Batman movies. He was yes. Commissioner Gordon through all of them. Oh. Yes. Yep. Um, Character actor, TV actor, uh, also plays Hendershot in Maximum Overdrive. Uh, a very, very famous character actor. But I want to talk to you about Pat Hingle because Pat Hingle is friends with Clint Eastwood. That's he, he's in Hang 'em High. He's in The Gauntlet. He's in He's in Sudden Impact. His first film was on the waterfront with Brando. Yes. Wow. Okay. So this guy is a legend, right? Uh, born in Florida or Denver, Colorado, people aren't quite sure. Uh, was was served on the the USS Marshall during World War II. Earned a degree in radio broadcasting after the war. Was a Navy reservist and was called into service for the Korean War and served on the USS Damato. Okay. 
This man originated the role of Gooper in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Oh my god. <laughs> like, this is a legend. Wow. Like, this is a real, real actor who, like, is just, like, at the end of his career yeah. here. Um, he also was in, uh, he, so, so this is another crazy thing. He was playing, he was in the title role in a Broadway play called JB in 1958. In February of 1959, while playing the role, he was trapped in an elevator of his West End Avenue apartment building. It stalled between the second and third floors. It stopped four feet above the landing. He tried to jump to the second floor. He missed and fell down the elevator Ooh, shaft. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. Wow. He fell 30 feet to the bottom, fractured his skull, his wrist, his hip, and most of his ribs on his left side, broke his left leg in three places, and lost his little finger I on was going to say, hand. is that when he lost his little finger? I was right. going to say his little yes. finger was missing. That's wild. Right. So he was supposed to be, in, he got offered the title role in the 1960 film Elmer Gantry. But it was given to Burt Lancaster because of his injuries. They were like, well, we'll just go with this other guy. Wow. And the other guy is Burt Lancaster. <laughs> Huge, right? He is then stars in the in the 1972 production of the cha- that championship season. That championship season, right? Nobody, Doug, you don't know that championship season? Not familiar with it. Written by Jason Miller. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> who was the pre the young priest in The Exorcist, who who lived in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and was the director of the Off Broadway Theater in Scranton of the of the the arts in at the University of Scranton. Oh wow! Uh, also had a very tragic life, right? And also the father of Jason Patrick, um, from the Lost Boys. That I did not know. Yes. Well, hot damn. Um, so Jason Miller, huge, wins the Tony Award for best play for that championship season when it comes out, and, he, and Pat Engel is in it. Wow! Like a legend, an actual legend, standing on the shoulders of giants. Right. Uh, he's he's the bartender jocking on the waterfront, so he's there for like one of the most popular scenes, uh, and then he's just like a, a a very popular character actor, Broadway actor, TV actor. And he's in everything. The Fugitive. You are very sweaty. Are you okay? I'm very hot. Sudden Impact. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Bruce. He's in Brewster's Millions. He's, oh, yeah. He's, the uh, right, attorney. Yeah. He's attorney Brewster's Millions. He's in Maximum Overdrive. He shows up on Cheers. He's I know, in the yeah, remake Ma- of Shaft. I was like Batman. Gunsmoke, and then later on, I was like, right. oh, yeah, Maximum Overdrive. Right. I he's, did not even think that I might recognize this man. Really? Yeah. He's no, I so did. so much. So much is just a character actor, but Commissioner Gordon especially. And he's in all of them, not just the Tim Burton ones. So he but. actually lived the kind of life that this man, their grandfather, sure. was pretending to live. Yes. Right. <laughs> so they, they're they very excited to see the grandfather. Um, Joe's a little reluctant as Joe is, but then he caves and they hug their grandpa and they cry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they go back to the, the Hackett house, and he's telling stories, and the Hackett brothers are sitting on the floor like little kids. And they haven't seen him in 30 years or whatever. Uh, so they were like two and four. Yes. Um, and uh, and that's why they're, he's able to pull this grift, basically, mm-hmm. because they don't remember what he looks like. And he's telling stories about the time he was in the jungle and his guide, Dikembe. Not Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, sh- fucking should have been. Yeah. <laughs> but Dikembe says some prayer. And saves them, and then he says, "Oh yeah, because uh, the jeep started." Right, the jeep starts, and he says, "If you're if you got the direct line to the big guy, how about you you pray for us for a bottle of whiskey or whatever?" 
It was just this crazy, fantastic tale, and the brothers are super into him. Uh, he goes the up the sisters too. Yeah, the sisters yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes up to bed, and Casey can't sleep. Uh, and there, she's watching this movie, and you hear from the TV that exact scene happen. Yeah. And that's when sort of Casey and Helen realize that he's a fraud. Yep. It's full of shit. I'm going to eat my last wing now. Go for it. All right. My mouth is so hot. My milk <clears throat> tasted spicy. Um, Ooh, spicy milk. <laughs> Somebody, my, let's my go mouth. invent that. Jalapeno <laughs> milk. Gives you the heat, takes it away at the same time. Oh, you soaked him up too, man. You, Yeah, you're going hard. Um... Yeah, I added more to my way. I don't know what I was thinking. I added more and um Yeah, so Helen uh becomes very suspicious because of this movie thing and so the next day they're in the airport, Casey and Helen are like at the counter and Helen's like, "Oh, I couldn't bring myself to tell Joe and Brian because they're so excited." And so what he makes up he made up this story and Casey's like I think he made up a lot more than that one story he walks in and he's telling you know he's like saying something it's about it's like you oh know, yeah we started and we got a shrimp boat yeah, that's how we started he was walking uh, in he was talking like right plot of she, she does like the whole like Divorce come. Yeah. Know? So she says like this story came from this movie and this story came from this my movie. favorite thing in the whole episode is when he says when Antonio has his broken sniffer, and he says, "Oh, I broke my sniffer once in a, in a when I was a boxer." He's like, "Oh, you fought too?" And he's like, "Yeah, not for long." But he's like, "This Russian came over and killed one of my friends, so I had to yeah. get revenge." And Case yeah. was like, "Rocky for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hilarious! Uh, what a fucking movie. So I'm gonna go back to dying now. <laughs> so Casey's like saying all the movies that all of his different stories are from, and. They're getting very suspicious, but they, you know, Helen again, she kind of decides, well, if all he's doing is just like saying these stories, like, you know, maybe he just doesn't want to talk about his real life. Sure. So then they're back at the house later and Helen's like, oh, I want to find a picture of Joe and Brian with their grandfather when they're little to give to Joe. And so she's going through the photos and she finds the picture of their grandfather, and she's like, "Oh, he seems taller now, and he's his nose got smaller, and, and he has hair. All yeah, he has hair. Hair, like he's bald in this picture, but now he has hair, and, and he had two tattoos, right? Yeah. And Casey is like, "Well, maybe he wears lifts in his shoes. Maybe he got a nose job. Maybe he got hair plugs." And then, you know, then they Maybe notice, he's professional wrestler Chris Jericho. Oh. Ah. <laughs> then they notice that he's got the two tattoos, and they're like, okay, well, we can use this to identify him. So if he's got the two tattoos, but he's always wearing long sleeve shirts, so they have to, like, find out a way to get him to take his shirt off. I thought they were going to seduce him. Ew. That's, I honestly I'm thought so they were going to try to do, like... Really? I yep. thought they were... I was like, they're going to try to, like... But it's going to be, like, super ham. Yeah, it's a 90s sitcom. That's, you know... That's what they should have done. Right. Yeah. Well, luckily, they didn't. They should have just straight up boned him. Oh. Ew. No. <laughs> no. Gave him an old-fashioned. Uh, right. Um, no. <laughs> Over the pants. OTPH. While watching Beetlejuice. Yeah. No. <laughs> While vaping in a pregnant... If it's good face. enough for a representative... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Sweet Jesus. <laughs> um, so they are... It's good enough for Stanley's daughter. They're trying to figure out how they can get him to take off his shirt. So they tell him it's laundry day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'll go upstairs and get laundry. And they're like, oh, no, it's just like plaid <laughs> shirt yeah, plaid day or shirt whatever. Day. I don't know. Yeah. They're trying to get him to take off his shirt. What if they just walked, walked up to him and were like, yo, Gramps, let me see them nips. Well, no. I love the like the one plan. They're like, "Oh, let's get him a gift certificate to a tanning salon, <laughs> right?" And then when he's in there with the little plastic cups on his eyes, we'll sneak in and look at yeah, him. We'll blackmail the, and, uh, the person. Or uh, what's her name? Uh, Casey's like does like a Ricky Ricardo. That was yeah, my yeah, like, favorite. She's like, oh, what a plan, Lucy! <laughs> like, oh, so yeah. fucking funny. Amy Asbest, oh, Ricky Ricardo was so funny. So. Funny. Uh, so then, like they, the whole shirt thing's not working, and uh, they're kind of panicking. And Helen says to Casey, "Oh, maybe he needs some grape juice. So if he's thirsty at night, motion to the grape juice on the table." And Casey's like, "Yeah, great point." She walks over to and she just goes, "Oh, what a plan, loose." Yeah. <laughs> she walks over to spill the grape juice on like Grandpa, just throws it all over fucking Helen. Helen. And Wait, it, just, and it was it, like invisible ink. Yeah, though, like. it was obviously ink in yeah. her glass. Oh my god, yeah, it was so it was, funny. It was the weirdest color. It was more yeah. purple than grape Kool-Aid. It was so purple. Yeah, yeah it was like indigo. It was indigo. Oh, it was, it was big like, indigo. It was like almost Barney purple. I heard, I, don't, I, I have to say this, so I heard, or I read an article um a couple of months ago about how uh there is no actual indigo in the rainbow but they added it to sell, to sell indigo yeah. ink yeah because big indigo was like get us in that rainbow big indigo. yeah <laughs> like you better get us in that rainbow right. and they were like damn it we better get them in the rainbow feel the wrath of big so, indigo. yeah this was just another another move by big indigo they they were like we better get our ink in this show like Grape juice. <laughs> so, so after their uh, general fuckery with the laundry and the goddamn uh, grape juice, aka ink or whatever, finally, finally, Helen just goes, "Hey, Grandpa, do you have any tattoos?" Brilliant plan. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, just, Jesus fucking Christ, you know? Yeah, and he says, "Why would I get a tattoo? I hate tattoos." Yeah, I have uh, none. Yeah, yeah, and Helen's and like, like, "What dun, the fuck?" Dun, the jig is up and gone. Yeah. So the next day, they're in the airport and. Brian and Joe are arguing over who they want Grandpa to live with. Yes. Uh, and Helen comes in and she's like, hey, that's not your grandfather. Like, and they're just like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Right. And he comes in and she just goes, hello, whoever you are. <laughs> I like, she says, let's play 20 questions. I have a question. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> Uh, and Joseph just starts apologizing, saying, no, I'm so sorry for health behavior. And this random man just goes, no, I'm not your grandpa. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, which is like such a good twist for yeah. rings. Yes. Yeah. Like they're just like, it's such a good good twist for kind of for TV in general. They're just like, no, yeah, no, I've been fucking with you. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, like there's no like line. There's he's like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually insane. Yeah. yeah. And Joe goes, are you crazy? And he's yeah. like. Yeah, that's pretty much the yeah, gist. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> that was really Like, funny. I loved this yeah. part of it. Yeah. So the Hackett uh, brothers, they catch them back at the house, leaving, and they're like, we got to talk. You know? Right. You can't leave until you explain yourself. Like, they're not even that mad. They're just like, why did you pretend to be our grandpa? Yeah. And he goes on to say what his real name was, and I forget what it was. But Lester Hackett. Brian goes, this was your plan? To get a Together. better name? <laughs> like... 
Uh, and he just goes on to explain. He's, that. he's just listed as Jack Hackett on the other. As though day. Jack Hackett is Jack a better Hackett. name than Leonard, whatever yeah. it was. So he goes on to explain how he was the Hackett brothers' dad's roommate in the loony bin. His and, words. Yes, his words. And he Did said, we know that his dad was in the insane? I, yeah, I think we he had yeah. dementia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was okay. uh, kind of a. Sh- that's yeah. kind of like a running thing through the show. Uh, and he goes on to tell them like how. Their dad used to talk about them all the time and how great they were and how much he loved them. And he wanted to come meet them because he's never had a family of his own, really. Yeah, he was like, when they let me out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, they yeah, let yeah, you yeah. out? <laughs> yeah, Brian's like, they let you out? And he goes, yeah, believe it or not, I'm much better now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great line. Oh, so it's a great funny. line. Um, yeah, and then he's just like explaining yeah. like, you know, I gotta go, and they're just okay, you know. Yeah. But it was really nice having you here and like having a grandpa. No. I rubbed my eyes. Oh, oh no! Oh no! I have oh. eye wash if you need. Oh it. dear! Oh no! Don't rub your scalp. I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, rub that scalp. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep my eyes closed for a minute. Um, Let's keep talking. It's a thing that like sitcoms used to rely on, and maybe they still do. Um, but like Wings is at its best when they get a good character actor in here. Yeah, you know yeah. the um, what's his name? Las Cruces. Empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, empty. <laughs> um, like bring in these good character actors, and they're at, and these are actually people who know how to be funny and deliver lines. Yeah, let's leave Gilbert Godfrey off. Well, well, I that. like Gilbert Godfrey, but not in the role <laughs> here. No, we'll, we'll stick with Carlton Blanchard. Yeah, but like. You know, these guys have this history of being character actors and and being able to deliver these lines. And frankly, on Wings, a lot of these people don't. Like the the Hackett brother, like uh, Joe uh, Timothy Daly, it's a fine actor. He's he's a great voice of Superman. He's the voice Mm -hmm. of Superman in the animated series, and he's great at it. He is not a funny man. Yeah. Uh, But Brian can do it. But Helen can't. So, right. but like Faye and Antonio can. Roy is very good. But like when most of these episodes, because of the stars, when it breaks down to like Joe, it's just he can't. Yeah. So, but it yeah. works better with good character actors. Yeah. So they ask him where he's going, and he says yeah. he's just going to go travel, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, I think he said he was going to go by boat. And Brian <laughs> said, "Well, I have to fly you wherever you want yeah. to go." Yeah. So. That Which was, is why this airline is losing fucking money. Yeah, they're yeah. just yeah. giving away free flights for no fucking reason. Seriously. For one dude. Yeah. And they take the flying they take Boston it wherever they want to go. Right, to. wherever. Right. To Las Cruces. Their own private jet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um Yeah, that was That was the episode. It, right? Yeah, because Antonio eventually gets all was, rag, yeah. ragged and whatever, but Okay, the one thing I, w- I was expecting are was Are there packs of wild dogs on Nantucket? Is this when we go there for our finale, are we gonna have to worry about the packs of wild we're dogs that were dogs, yeah. that were apparently chasing Antonio? Dogs yeah. and deer and all kinds of shit. Well it's city Squirrels. deer. City deer? Squirrel. Yeah, city deer. What were you wondering, Doug? Okay, so I was waiting for the the resolution of Antonio's storyline where he's he comes in after an undetermined time jump mm-hmm. and he says, Oh, I sent out the twenty letters. It's like, oh my cab got fixed and they said, Oh, because of this all the damages have been repaired and I have a new coat and yeah, the person in charge of wild dogs on the island gave me a hundred dollars. I was uh, waiting for like, like him to get whole, like, <laughs> like you wrote a whole your own ending. Yeah. In your head. Because that's what always happened happen. in fucking sitcoms before. Yeah. Right. But yeah. they just were just like, fuck like, Antonio. As you were saying that, I was like, did I fall asleep for <laughs> the <laughs> Well, one. I two, saw you doze, because I also dozed off things. a second, too. Two things. 
One, I like that in Doug's brain being attacked by a pack of wild dogs is just okay if you if you give him a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, a hundred bucks. Uh, bucks all for him. Nineteen ninety six. From who though? Like and who the would be in charge? They're wild dogs. Yes. Who's in the man charge who's, of them? The man, the a wild them. man. Yes, the okay. wild man who controls who the, the wild, wild dogs do his bidding. The wild dog Love boss. It. Um, <laughs> I think that I think they didn't show yes. it though because it, it just to prove that like it's bullshit. Like, it wasn't, like, the letters didn't cause Antonio's bad luck. It's just, shit happens. So that's why they don't follow up on it. Yeah, but they actually, but then, you know, what's his face? Roy and, and Faye kept having good things happen. Yeah, good them, things so. happen to bad people all the time, don't yeah. Well, yeah, you got a point. It's kind of how uh, yeah, I was America say, was founded on. Yeah, that's pretty much in the Constitution. I yeah. Think. Yeah. 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 It is. Welcome to yeah. the world. Yeah. But it says, page one. Yeah, if you're a giant piece Good of shit, did I, you're did a billionaire. I, did I not mention that a member of the House of Representatives gave a hand job to a guy in a public while watching a children's play and nothing happened? Oh, and she thought that the bad part was that it was a Democrat. Right. Yeah. So she didn't have problems with the rest. Good things happen to bad people all the time. Was a Democrat. Then she was like, "Oh shit." OTPHJ. Right. Old fashioned. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the episode, right? I think that's we. The episode. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. is. That's pretty much it. I, Not a joke filled episode, but a good episode, I felt. I thought that I thought he was, was going to want a kidney or like an, an right. organ. Yeah, or you I, did. You, I, and I was like, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you immediately think sort of nefarious, pretending to be a grandfather because sure. you need something kind of thing. Well, but, that also happened to my cousin where her dad mm. uh, showed up after like years and years and years, and it was because he needed a kidney. Hmm. And she basically said, like, tough titties, yeah. dad. Yeah. <laughs> Which I still think is great for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I did to the dad. <laughs> yeah. Right? What a trade-off. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right. I hope she said that to me. Yeah, that would have been sick. <laughs> what? Uh, who's going first? Episode-wise, right? Yep. Okay. I'll, I can rate it. Michelle first. started. I'll go yeah. first. Um, BS. I love you. BS. I love you. Well, I don't. Which immediately tells you that it's bullshit. Yeah. We should have known from the start. Um, Fools we are. I actually thought this was pretty funny. I liked it. I'm going to give it three point five. Point five. Uh, I'm going to. I'll match you three point five. Uh, big fan of Pat Hingle. I like him a lot. I like, he's got a good voice. And any man that that lo- how do you lose a pinky falling down an elevator shaft? I'll never understand, but he did it. I respect it. He did it. It's pretty awesome. That that fall should have killed him, but he, yep. he, he yeah. Through. I, I didn't like it as much as y'all did, and strictly on the power of of Commissioner Gordon slash the owner of the Dixie Boy, uh, I'll go two point five. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. 3.5 and 0.25 boost because he didn't have a pinky. <laughs> and that fucking bad. Wait, does that make it 3.75 or 3.5? 3.5. Okay. Let's not. Let's, right. let's not push okay. it. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, I'm, right. I'm also at a 3.5. Yeah. That was a pretty good episode. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It had some jokes. It's been a while. It's it been Antonio coming in. I don't know the words of that fucking song. But I wasn't addicted. <laughs> Antonio walking in with like the, the tattered jacket covered in slime. And tatter- <laughs> He's covered in green paint. Was very funny. Was it green paint? It, it looked like slime. <laughs> okay. Golden Ghost Hot Sauce from. What, did you think that it was like a Ghostbusters? I don't know. Thing? Yeah, I don't he know. He said that he walked under a ladder with somebody oh. painting a yeah. sign. Oh, okay. I guess that green makes paint. sense. 
Um, <laughs> Eastern Salsa Company, the much maligned, uh, could potentially become our arch nemesis here. Uh, Golden Ghost Hot Sauce, distilled vinegar, ghost pepper, and kosher salt. That's it. Nothing else on the bottle. Buy fresh, buy local. Uh, Michelle? Golden Ghost. Um, what are you giving it? Not not counting the adorable little ghost line art on the bottle. <coughs> I have to cough. She gives it a cough out of three. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Don't die. Are you okay? I coughed and then, like, heat, like, heat resurrected mm. from the oh, no. You had a little um, heat residue. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> that's it got good. hot again. That's, yeah, the, ghost, that's the ghost that's part. That's the ghost, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it came back to haunt yeah. me. Spicy um, ghost. Spice I don't. So spice this girl, sauce, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Keep going. I can fuck with that. This yeah. sauce is like essentially just a twist on like thing? your classic cayenne pepper sauce. Yeah. So like a Frank's so Red sure. Hot or you know any like mm-hmm. any of your classic cayenne pepper sauces that you have. Um, it's just a twist on that using ghost pepper. So it's a much hotter version. So I can see a lot of like applications for this, you know, where you um, would normally use those cayenne pepper, like hot sauces, Frank's Red Hot, like um, in dips or like in recipes where you use it. I think this would have a lot of good applications. It's not something you're going to put on wings, right? Like you could make a wing sauce out of it with butter the same way you would with Frank's Red Hot, but it's not something you're just going to use on wings. Um, but I do see applications for it. It's Otherwise, it's just a spicier version of those sauces. Um, so I'm going to give it a 2.5 just because I think it's, it's your average sauce. I think that like I appreciate that they... Tried it out with a spicier one. Yeah. It is very hot. So, um, yeah. So, uh, what Michelle said, it's it's watery than like a Frank's. So, it would be harder to put in stuff because it would it would cut some things you'd put it in and make it a little too thin. Uh, it is very watery. But, yeah, this is just – it just tastes like what a ghost pepper tastes like. Um, there's a ton of heat. There's not a ton of flavor. You're just going for that heat. Uh, but – why is it called the Golden Ghost? Anybody? I don't know. Like the, last week we did Zombie Snot. I know why that was called Zombie Snot. Like it, there's nothing gold. It's not gold, right? I'm not no. right. I, the ghost is right, but like it doesn't mean anything on the sauce. No, it's a ghost because it's ghost pepper, right? right? But I just I don't know. Bothered me a little bit. Um, did you Doug, read it? there's nothing to read. No, rate. rate. Oh, you didn't no. give it a number. No, I didn't give it a number because that's the reason why I'm going to knock a quarter of a point off it and give it 2.25. Oh, okay. Unless somebody can give you a good reason. The same reason he named his one other sauce after Pootie Tang, just, just because? See, but that's like, I'm going to make a sauce and I'm going to give it to Pootie Tang. Like, at least you're dedicating it to something. I just don't, I don't know. Golden Ghost doesn't do it for this me. This is dedicated to the Golden Ghost. Thank yeah. you. Uh, it, it was going to be a 2.5 because, like Michelle said, it's just uh, down the middle, spiciness for spiciness sake. I'm, I'm deducting a point, 2.25. I'm going, a quarter of a point. I'm going to have to do some research into this, find out if there's something to do with the Golden Ghost down in Lehigh Valley, if there's anything to do with anything. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'll check that out. I'll get back to you and let you know if I find anything along the way. Um, I'm going to go a little bit higher. This is a very middle-of-the-road sauce. It's a 2.5, just because it is a local sauce and all that. I'm going to be generous and go 2.75. This does this delivers its heat. Okay. If you can fight past the heat, you can get the ghost pepper flavor. 
but you got to do that. So 2.75. Brett, to you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I barely put anything on it. I had, like, <laughs> traces of this sauce on it. It was still fucking hot. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think everybody, you guys have kind of said everything so far. Oh, there's little flakes on the bottom. A little chunky to it. Um, if this was yeah. like Goldschlager and they put gold flakes in there, well, okay. then I'm all in on the theme we're and we're, we're going to max out the points, but it's not happening. I'm fucking print money there, bro. Right. Uh, Nobody's done that yet, have they? I don't know if, how that would work. Like, TM, edible, TM. Edible gold. Yeah, right. yeah, edible gold in a hot lawyer. 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 Doug just lawyered it. Okay, right, lawyer. Yeah, this is that, that belongs to Wings on Wings Incorporated. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. That's the only logical thing about this show, right? We have to enter the wing sauce business after. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go. 2.5, yeah, I agree. It's just middle of the road to me. I know a guy um, who grows ghost really peppers, hot. but he's insufferable. Um, <laughs> amen to that. <laughs> yeah, I will agree with that. 2.5, middle huh? of the road. That's thing. The, and that's going to be the exact rating because Doug balanced my quarter point yeah. off. So Easy math, Twiki, right there. You're welcome, David. This is a super cute line drawing, though. It I, is. The label's great. Yeah, I just want some correlation. That's all. That's all. Could have dipped it in some gold wax. Put some gold flakes in there. Sure can. Could have done a whole bunch of things. Maybe it turns gold under a certain type of light. Mm. A cute drawing does not make a good hot sauce. No. A a cute drawing, a good hot sauce does not make. I know. I was like holding it up to the light, trying to see, like, is there. (laughs) There's nothing there. Uh, all right, that's it for this week of with Golden Ghost and BS. I love you. Uh, where are we at in this season? We're we're, kind we're of, almost halfway. Are we? Yeah, I think we're uh, about. This was season. This was episode twelve, and there's twenty six. Okay, wow. so not quite. So by the time so next time, yes, with two more Halloween monster esque theme things, will be by Halloween. We'll be at the end of the halfway through this season. So yeah, there it is. And uh, Doug teased last week about. Five week, five Tuesdays in October. We'll still see what happens. Maybe we'll be here next week. Maybe we won't. Ooh. You don't know. You have to find out. Maybe it's October. Spooky jokes. things happen. That's true. That's right. Are you saying we might die? I think that's what he said. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying that we have a snacks on snacks episode in the hopper, and we might have to miss a week because it's Michelle and I's anniversary, and we might not be able to record again in time to put an episode up. And I'm Let's going to not an die. Ad- and I'm going to an autumnal festival. Great. An autumnal festival. Okay. Right. I don't know what that is. You can well, come if you'd like. A festival for the autumn. Robus. Oh. <laughs> There's two. Okay. Robus and Robus 2. Robus 2, the search for more money. The plugs. Do them. Do the Check plugs. us out at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email us at wings on wings podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can also check us out at uh, wings on wings uh, you can also find us on the soon-to-be-named network at S2VN Network on Twitter, soon-to-be-named-network.com, soon-to-be-named-network.tumblr.com, uh, where you'll find lots of other good podcasts, like We Need Wrestling. That's Brett- me. And me. <laughs> that was DJ and Brett. Um, <laughs> it definitely wasn't DJ twice. Uh, we need wrestling. No, I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the other one? I don't fucking Adults know. Adults with wrestling. Other other podcasts. There's a special episode of uh, No Chance and Helmets too coming out, right? Hey, so, maybe. Well, yeah. Supposedly, I doubt it though. Oh, the people who work on, on it are man. notoriously unres- yeah. uh, irresponsible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell. 
I I said your podcast. I I know you did. You've you've completely lost the plot here. Are we good? (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. We're just gonna we're gonna walk away. We're just walking away. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We're back next week. Doug, say something stupid. Wings on wings. Come for wings. Stay for wings. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.